0: Hello and welcome to The Nature of Avatar, the podcast where we do deep dives into every aspect of the Avatar world. My name's Orion and I'm going to give you a whistle-stop tour on how Avatar The Last Airbender was made. Avatar had two main creators, Brian Konetsko and Michael Dante DiMartino. These two men split the work between them, with Brian doing art and character design and Mike working on the storyboard and scripts. Now, pausing the story here, I just want to make a quick point. Although not many like properly animated kids' TV shows are anime style or have heavy anime influences like Avatar, a lot of TV programs such as SpongeBob SquarePants were made by South Korean animation studios, and the reason was because they are cheap. South Korean animators work for long hours without much pay, storyboards were sent to Korea from America, and animations came out. The problem was that the American team were making the storyboards, but didn't understand the creative process used to create the TV programs. But Brian and Mike wanted to change that. For the Unearthed pilot episode, which Mike and Brian had to create to pitch to Nickelodeon's board, uh, as the two creators were interested in anime, they contacted various Japanese studios with no response. They then looked at Korea as a viable option. Instead of choosing a large, solid film which would just churn out animations, they chose a smaller one house was a smaller newer animation studio which had just released their own feature film just a few months before instead of sending the storyboards to Korea and getting the Koreans to animate the films and series Brian went to Korea himself for four months learning how Korean animation worked and making friends with the animators so much so that when Nickelodeon gave the go-ahead for avatar's three seasons some of the staff who had worked on the pilot, left Tin House and created a new studio, JM. Now, as we said at the start of the episode, Brian and Mike had a vision. And part of that vision was about giving the Korean animators more freedom in their animation. For other TV shows that he had worked on, Brian went to Korea to teach the team how to draw the characters. For Avatar, it was completely different. Dun Ki-yoon, a Korean animator on the show, actually helped Brian with the early character designs while ki and Ryu, another Korean artist, helped redesign Aang and other characters, so that they'd be easier for the animators to animate. Ryu was also asked to design Jet's gang, who the American artists were struggling to draw. The thing is, if you get regular artists to design the characters, they'll think about how they look, and that's an okay way of looking at things. But if you get the animators themselves to design the characters to think about how the characters will move on the screen and will know what bits of the characters to amend in order to achieve the desired effect which is also possible to animate on the screen. Ryu, after working on Avatar, was offered a salary of over a million dollars if he'd move to the US and work on the new Spider-Man film. Many other Korean animators were moving too for higher salaries, about a hundred made the move in the early 2000s to earn more money and have more freedoms when creating the shows. For the show's fight scenes, Brian's martial arts teacher was hired to work to help work out the choreography for the bending. Sifu Kisu, his teacher, had adopted a different martial arts style for each of the four bending stars. The only thing they couldn't act out were the effects. But more on that, after the break. Right, we're back from the break and ready to talk more about bending. So the creators came up with the idea of elemental bending so that the fight scenes wouldn't have to be so violent. And although knocking someone over with a water whip and burning someone with fire are two very different things, they're less violent than, say, punching someone repeatedly. Something to do with the fact that it isn't the person attacking, it's the bending. When it came to actually animating the series, the movements of the characters looked amazing, but the bending effects were really hard to animate. At the end of effects working on Avatar, Moonjong, decided to focus less on how the actual bending looked and ab- more about the way the bending feels on the screen. For instance, air bending can be light and happy or powerful and angry. Although Sifu Kisu did most of the choreography, for Toph's bending, they brought in an expert in the Southern Praying Mantis style, Sifu Manuel Rodriguez. Rodriguez would get his son or some students to be in the footage to more accurately represent how the bending would look for a smaller character like Toph. There's no doubt that Avatar The Last Airbender has been an amazing show, but I think that the trust between the Korean and the American studios has been a huge part of making this show the way it was. Okay then, that's all we have for this episode, I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to hear our episode on the making of The Legend of Korra, you can listen to that on, on the link in the description. Now remember to leave us a like, follow or subscribe, and check out our YouTube channel on the link in the description. I'll see you in the next episode. Mm, Bye!